how to be real and encouraged this Christmas with Bishop Julius C. Trimble on episode number 55 of the United Methodist People podcast with Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Welcome to the United Methodist People podcast with Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes that strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church is essential to accomplishing the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The United Methodist People podcast helps clergy and church leaders connect with key insights, hear inspiring stories, and learn from the people making a difference in the United Methodist Church through conversation and commentary. And now... Here's Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to the United Methodist People Podcast, episode number 55. I'm Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. It is my privilege to come to you and to share some good words and some encouraging words and some words to strengthen the connection in the United Methodist Church through conversation and commentary. A regular part of our uh, of our podcast is the Be Encouraged segment with Bishop Julius C. Trimble of the Indiana area of the United Methodist Church. And today is our Christmas message from Bishop Trimble. It is called How to Be Real and Encouraged at Christmas with Bishop Trimble. We do want you to know that the United Methodist People podcast, you can go to our website, unitedmethodistpodcast.com where we have over 50 episodes of the podcast, which are dedicated to the United Methodist Church, the people of the United Methodist Church, as we continue to navigate challenging times. We do so with conversation and commentary. Bishop Trimble is our, uh, uh, has a segment called the Be Encouraged segment. And when we come back on the other side of our conversation about Christmas, I really want you to stay tuned for a very, very, very important announcement about the future of the podcast, the Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Trimble. For today, let's focus on Christmas. Let's focus on what it feels to experience the realness of Christmas. Bishop Trimble shares with us in our conversation today about growing up and celebrating Christmas with his own family, being the fourth of six children. He talks about Christmas Eve services. He talks about Christmas with his own family and the children and uh, of his own family and how that is such an important time. It's singing Silent Night, Holy Night at the Christmas Eve service and the anxiousness, both in growing up and as a parent for what would be happening underneath the Christmas tree. Common experiences, but so important to hear this from Bishop Trimble. And we also learn what his favorite Christmas carol is. We're also going to learn something. We're going to learn about how to be encouraged, even when there's discouraging things happening in the world and even in our own, even our own church during the Christmas season, and how important it is to cherish the gift of Christmas and to be encouraged by the overarching message of the Christmas message of the greatest gift ever. And particularly, Bishop Triple lifts up clergy families and clergy spouses and children and how the need is there to not uh, let anything slide there, to make sure the first priority that clergy take care of is their families and for church folk to not forget to care for clergy 
spouses and families at Christmas time as well. That's what we're going to learn. That's what we're going to feel. When we come back on the other side of the interview, I really, really, really want you to stay tuned as we're going to really talk about what is going to be happening in the year 2022 with Bishop Trimble launching his own podcast. It's going to be called Be Encouraged, and we have a very special preview treat for you there. So please come back to us on the other side of this uh, commentary, other side of this Christmas message for a very special Be Encouraged uh, 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 announcement about what's going to be the future of the Be Encouraged podcast. That's what we got in store for you here today, here on this blessed Christmas season. I'm Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. It's my privilege to share the microphone with my friend and my bishop, Bishop Julius C. Tremble, as he brings us a message about being encouraged and being real at Christmas. Bishop, uh, welcome to the podcast, and let's talk about Christmas a little bit. Thank you, Brad, my friend, and uh, uh, Merry Christmas to those uh, who will be hearing this podcast and uh, looking forward to conversation about Christmas Often we think of it as a day, but it's really a season, Brad. Uh, it's the season of praise and thanksgiving where we give thanks for the incarnation of God in Jesus Christ. You, the, the story of the baby born in a manger, the baby born in Bethlehem, is re- literally, as, as John's gospel uh, teaches us, the word of God becoming flesh, God becoming human, or as Eugene Peterson says, I believe I'm paraphrasing, God comes and sets up 10 in our neighborhood. Mm. So Christmas is certainly about the ultimate gift of love from God through Jesus Christ. Well, that absolutely, God incarnate indeed. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your personal life a little bit in terms of Christmas. Then we, I know that there's just a lot to say about Christmas. And I really want to kind of juxtapose this Christmas to what we experienced the last year or so with a lot of people living in fear. Oh, yeah. All kinds of things. But I'd just be interested, uh, Bishop, a little bit about what some of your uh, Christmas traditions. How is Christmas made real for you and First Lady and your family? How is it made real uh, for you? Well, Christmas, I have many memories of Christmas growing up as a child. I'm I'm a middle child of the fourth of six children. And uh, I remember worship being associated with Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve services, Christmas programs, and when we were growing in in our Sunday school classes, uh, participating in some kind of a Christmas program or the children's choir, uh, participating in that. And, and of course, growing up and watching our own children as a pastor myself, uh, you know, watching our own children participate in the Christmas festivities and often uh, leading worship for a Christmas Eve service. I often think of Christmas really beginning with Christmas Eve and, and Silent Night, Holy Night, Uh, And then waiting anxiously for the earliest time our parents would let us uh, get up (laughs) to go see what was under the Christmas tree. Well, it's it's a wonderful experience of uh, of family, to be sure, but certainly in the life of the church. Uh, Boy, I tell you what, Bishop, uh, for me at least, and I think you touched on it as well, there's very few higher holy moments than a, a Christmas Eve candlelight singing Silent Night. Would you not agree, Absolutely. my friend? I agree. I agree. And uh, I think that when people talk about what we've missed in this long, protracted pandemic season, uh, some of what we've missed is lighting the candle 
whether it's a real candle or or it's one of those battery operated candles singing silent night on at Christmas Eve service gathered, whether we're in a small membership church or or large sanctuary, uh, making a big circle around the pews, uh, singing silent night, holy night. Well, and then uh, that is absolutely the case. And we certainly here, uh, we're talking the Christmas season of 2021, but we have now lived through the pandemic for a year and a half, almost two years now, and certainly last Christmas and last uh, holiday season last year of 20 was a difficult one. And people still have fear. People still have anxiety. There's all kinds of things going on in life. And yet Christmas is supposed to be the season of joy. Tell us a little bit about Bishop, how you feel like people can kind of uh, make this, uh, uh, un- try to understand what's happened last year and a half or so of fear and of despair and anxiety. And let's live in joy now. Help us to make this transition. Help us to get mm-hmm. to a, a place of joy. Well, Paul says we ought to give thanks in all things. It's It hasn't been easy, though, because uh, Christmas is a reminder for, for many people. It's a it's a solemn time and, and can be a somber and solemn time because there are people missing at the table, Grant. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think we can still carve out room to say, I think this is a good, a good a reason to light candles. We light candles for the birth of Christ. We light candles in memory of those who are no longer able to sit at the table and uh, break bread or carve turkey or or have ham and and all of the fixings with us. So it has been uh, a a season uh to remember but this is this is a year in which we can really celebrate Christmas as the ultimate gift of God's love for us and God has seen us through to this point and so we have no other reason uh, then the fact that Jesus Christ is born, then to give thanks for that. Mm. Well, absolutely. And we do have always the opportunity to experience joy, even in the midst of uh, of difficult circumstances, which many people have had the last uh, year or so. And I know in my church and many churches last Christmas met uh, Christmas Eve over a Zoom call or over mm-hmm. a Facebook Live or something like that. And that's, and I thank God for that type of technology and thank God that you and I are able to share in a podcast and other ways that people can hear our voices. And that's a great thing. But there's something to be said about being in community, being in fellowship, to be uh, in person. And so let's talk about that a little bit about the meaningfulness of fellowship and community as many of our churches are starting to reconnect and reform with whatever that means for them now. How are we different now than we were a year ago? Well, we, we are satisfying a deep needed, a deep seated hunger and a deep need that we all have, Brad, and that is the, the need to be in relationship with other people. I thank God actually for the technology and the platforms that have allowed us to, to see each other or hear each other, even during this, this long protracted COVID season. Uh, but I do think people are giving thanks for the ability to actually come and look across the table or look across the pews and see see other people that they have missed being in the same space with. I often say whenever we whenever we gather in the name of Jesus Christ to worship or to break bread, it's a unique and unrepeatable moment. It's a gift of God. Some might even some might even claim it as a the, the sacrament of presence. The presence mm-hmm. of being with other people. 
So that's a deep-seated need that we have. Uh, um, you know, our souls uh, hunger uh, for the presence of God. Absolutely. And that's a good thing. And yet we have then opportunities to uh, uh, be transformed ourselves. And there's nothing more, really no more transformational for a Christian, a United Methodist Christian, than understanding that Jesus Christ was born and that made all the mm-hmm. difference in the world. Tell us a little bit about just that fact. You know, I know that you've also been privileged to travel to the Holy Land and see some of the sites there. Tell us a little bit about the impact for you personally, but you know, Jesus Christ is real. He's a real human being, a real human child, and yet totally totally, uh, divine, totally God incarnate. Speak to us a little bit, preach to us a little bit, my friend. Well, well, I've been to the, been to Bethlehem as you have on a number of occasions and there's nothing like uh, being in the place, being in the place where Jesus was born and walked uh, and was raised, uh, uh, being on the Sea of Galilee, where he called people to put down their nets and to come follow and become fishers of men, women, boys, and girl, girls. But but Jesus uh, can actually be felt in a real way, even when we share, for example, the sacrament of Holy Communion. When we share the gospel reading, uh, when we sing Christmas, uh, we call them Christmas carols and Christmas hymns. But I actually feel a connection with with the living Christ when we when we sing, when we sing our theology, Brad, yes. as yes. well. Uh, but uh, there's nothing I would desire more. We, in fact, in 2022, we are planning to take folks to the Holy Land in December before Christmas. So wow. we're hoping that people, we, even on this podcast, might might uh, uh, take advantage of that opportunity to travel to to Bethlehem, December 2022. That would be awesome to be in Bethlehem at Christmas time. I know that times I was there was uh, in like in the springtime, and it was awesome to be there then. But I just think it'd be really so cool to be in Bethlehem at at Christmas time. So that's good. You said earlier that Christmas is not just a day. It's not just a birth date, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's a season. And so it is with all of us. We all have birthdays. You know, we all mm-hmm. have, you know, I have my birthday and you have yours. And uh, and that's a, a day to be marked as special for every one of us personally. Uh, for all of us, though, we have, have Christians have this date as a special day, kind of transformation between what was and what is. Mm, and yes. uh, I'd just like you to speak just a little bit now about about that transformation about Jesus makes for us when we allow that him to come into our hearts, that mm. transformation. Well, that is, that's, that's a great question. I think uh, uh, one of the books that has been helpful for me is uh uh, a book by Kyle Eidelman, not just a fan, mm-hmm. and uh, where he talks about there's a difference between being a fan and a follower of Jesus. I think the difference for me was even though I was raised in the church as a child and baptized as a child, it came a point where Jesus became so real to me. This was long before I ever even knew I would go to the Holy Land, but Jesus became so real to me. Uh, understanding that Jesus loves me, this I know, mm. for the Bible tells me so. And not only does Jesus love me, but Jesus is 
proof of God's love for us. Because as we know, God so loved the world and it wasn't just some neighborhoods in the world. So mm-hmm. that translation that God so loved the world from John three sixteen, uh, uh, Jesus didn't die first. He was born first, yes. uh, uh, and, uh, born of a virgin Mary, a mother born of the Virgin Mary, meaning that God so loved us that God made possible what others would say is impossible in order to forgive our sins and to give us life with full meaning. Uh, I was a, I was a, teenager when I really accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I continue uh, to accept Jesus as a new gift every Christmas, Brad. Uh, Mike Slaughter, Pastor Mike Slaughter, some years ago wrote a little book entitled Christmas is Not Your Birthday. (laughs) And I think he wrote the book to really encourage people to remember that it's Jesus's birthday. And so we think about the wise men or the magi who brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we give gifts, and I'm looking forward to putting lots of gifts under the tree for our granddaughter this year. Uh, Almost nothing better than that, is there, giving gifts to your granddaughter? This this year, she really knows about Christmas. He's already talking about it. So, uh, But the greatest gift we have received is indeed love that cannot be snatched away from us, Brad nor does anybody have to vote on it at their conference or in the Congress. We don't need Republicans and Democrats to agree on it. God has already stamped with approval our gift, and everybody receives a gift. You remember that Oprah show where you get a car, you get a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Everybody receives the gift of Jesus Christ if we receive Jesus in our hearts. Mm. And that's a gift uh, that uh, is sustained if if we allow that to be sustained, any other gift we get, you know, uh, a, a sweater in your under your tree is going to mm-hmm. wear out eventually. That toy you get, that bicycle you get, is going to going to wear out. This is the gift that keeps on going. As you said earlier, it's about uh, the season that keeps on uh, keeps on gi- giving here. Speak just for just a minute, though, Bishop, here about. Um, the people who are hurting this Christmas time, the people who are really broken, you know, and how, you know, how can we share those of us who have the joy of Christmas, share that joy in their life? Because there are people who have been really beat up, you know, just really beat up this Christmas time. And uh, how can we be the church? You know, how can we be the church and share the joy of Jesus to people whose lives are a little bit messed up and broken this year? Mm. I think we best do that, Brad, by by pausing and saying and, uh, that I see you and literally seeing people and not rushing past the hurt and the pain, uh, the sorrow, the sadness, but, but carving out space for that. Because that too, that too is part of the gift of community. Part of the gift of community, uh, according to the Bible in Galatians 6 and 2, I believe it is, is that we are to bear each other's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And I would, this is my paraphrase, we bear each other's burdens and so fulfill the love of Christ. So I cannot really celebrate um, Christmas and not acknowledge when we raise the, ask the question, is it well with your soul? Some answers are, it's not well. It's not my soul is hurting. My heart is hurting. Someone I love is not with us. I'm estranged from a child who has 
who has gone astray. I'm caught up in an addiction that I can't get free from. Uh, I, I'm, I'm homeless without a place to call home. I'm, I'm visiting a shelter to get my holiday meal. We have to not just see people, but acknowledge them and sit with each other. Uh, and indeed, that way we are sharing, I believe, the greatest gift, and that is the gift of Christ with us. That appreciate that so much in terms of those hurting people. And let's address somebody you and I are, uh, some people you and I are quite close to. Let's talk about pastors and pastors' families at Christmas. Hmm. What I mean by that, uh, Bishop, is that uh, you, we already talked a minute ago about how both you and I have led on many occasions Christmas Eve services, for instance. And sometimes that means kind of balancing, you know, church activities and family life and things like that. But uh, pastors and pastors' families, spouses and children, are often under a lot of uh, stress or under the spotlight at Christmas time and uh, need a little uh, joy in their life as well. Sometimes it gets a little, uh, you know, a little crazy. What kind of a word of encouragement? You know, you you love to, you, your, your phrase, you love to say, and you're all about is be encouraged. And we're going to be looking forward to, before too long, you, a whole new podcast called Be Encouraged with Bishop Trimble. But uh, what word of encouragement this Christmas would you give to clergy and clergy families who have dealt with an awful lot for, you know, for a long time, but especially last year or so? Mm-hmm. I would say to uh, to our clergy and clergy families, uh, we love you. Uh, I think my wife and I, First Lady Ray Selder, she, she is quick to say, you know, we need to love the people, love the people, but also love the pastors and love the pastoral mm-hmm. families uh, and be unapologetic about it. Uh, so we're praying for you this season. Sometimes you can be leading and be lonely at the same time. Uh, I know as a pastor, you know, sometimes I was leading worship services, and yet there was a sense that even amidst your responsibility, that you were standing alone. Mm. Uh, and we are all called not just to our congregations and to our jobs, but to our families. Uh, and I would say that during this, this Christmas season, that uh, a special shout out of love and appreciation to pastoral families in Indiana and across the globe, uh, you are a treasurer. You are a blessing. You are the source of encouragement for so many others. My wife often says that we can't feed others unless we are eating ourselves. So I would just say, Brad, if you and I, even in this podcast broadcast, that we send a blessing out, a shout out to every pastor and, and pastor's home, those who are living in parsonages, or in your own residence, those who are in uh, appointments outside the local church, chaplains and hospital workers and counselors and uh, all kinds of uh, persons, but particularly pastors who will be leading, who are leading churches and you're navigating uh, wearing masks uh, and uh, in involving the children. I hope you find reason and find time to be unavailable. We're mm. so often expected to be available. And I say this without apology, and I'll take any flack that's coming my way. Be unavailable so that you might be available to your family, might be fully available to God. And, uh, you know, that's why I say Christmas is a season. 
if we only celebrate it as Christmas Eve and Christmas, I say celebrate it as a season. And part of that season includes when if you have children in school while they are out of school, making sure we carve out time for that. That was always a challenge, but we always made it happen. We had three children uh, as I was pastoring local congregations. They were small and then got get 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 older and older, and now they're adults. Mm-hmm. So thanks be to God for our pastors. A shout out to you um, this Christmas. Uh, make sure you 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 exercise your soul and and exercise your bodies as well. Well, appreciate that. And let's just encourage our uh, lay folk who may be listening to us to uh, maybe just give a good word to your pastor or your pastor's Amen. spouse, <laughs> spouse or kids for that matter, and uh, whatever that means. You know, hey. Whatever, Christmas cookies, any number of things could be just a small token yeah. of appreciation. It is appreciated. I know it is uh, for, for me. Yeah. Well, Bishop, one, one more thing. I know every year you give a very impassioned uh, Christmas message to folks who, uh, who want to hear what you have to say. And I would just like to give you an opportunity to share anything you'd like to share about the, the power of Christmas in, in your life and how you share that with others. And then after that, maybe we can we can pray together and ask uh, God's blessing to be with us for this Christmas season. Mm. Well, uh, this year, I, my focus was on Christmas love is a gift to share. It's it's not something just for uh, one single household or one single congregation. Uh, Christmas love is a gift to share. I think I think the baby born in Bethlehem is a confirmation that God's love for us cannot be uh, interrupted, uh, it cannot be denied, uh, and it is indeed uh, uh, comes to us uh, as both insurance as well as assurance. The baby born in Bethlehem who brought us insurance for us all also brought us assurance. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, Isaiah says that a child will be born, and that child the government will rest upon that child's shoulders and that child shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, prince of peace. I remember a few weeks ago, President Biden was saying that he talked to the CEOs of Walmart and Target and they promised that the shelves would be full Mm. and you didn't have to worry about a shortage on any toys or things you were looking for. Where there's a gift that everybody can receive and not worry about going to Walmart or Target. And that is the gift of Jesus Christ and his love. I am here to tell you that we need in today's world that wonderful counselor, that mighty God, that prince of peace, or Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So if you're listening to this podcast, don't give up. Don't Mm -hmm. give out. Don't fret. Don't forget that the love of Jesus Christ is for you and for me. Because of the manger comes, because of the baby born in a manger, your insurance of salvation has been adopted. Your assurance of love has been granted. Because the baby was born in Bethlehem, you have insurance of forgiveness and you have assurance of grace. You have insurance of possibilities, and you have your assurance of hope. And one writer says, hope comes, Brad, when you invite the God who made you 
the Christ who redeemed you, the Holy Spirit that enfolds you to grant you Christmas joy. Not only Christmas joy, when I said it's a season, but New Year's mercy and something we can all use, everyday gratitude. So that's why we sing. I don't know what your favorite hymn is, but I, I, I don't know what, if you, can you have Christmas without singing joy to the world? I was going to say joy to the world. That's what exactly what I was going to say, Bishop. Go, please yeah. go ahead. Yeah, let, let, let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And I like the refrain, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. We need bread for heaven and nature to sing to sing that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all who dwell therein. If we're committed to climate uh, creation care and climate crisis response, we need heaven and nature to sing. We need heaven and nature to sing. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done. We need heaven and earth to sing. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be praised. We need heaven and earth to sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel. The little child of Bethlehem, God with us, we need heaven and earth to sing in order to purify our hearts, discipline our tongues, sanctify our souls, liberate our love, and connect our minds and will with the will of God in obedience and love to Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas and God bless you. That's awesome. And I'm just to, as you share that there, I'm just reminded about, you know, about the incarnate God, about the, uh, the words of, of Wesley, I believe who he said the, the best news of all is what God is. God is with us. God is with us. And that's a, that's kind of a Christmas message as well. And, and we thank you for your Christmas message, uh, Bishop Trimble. And how about having a prayer for us to close our time Absolutely. together, a, a, a blessing on all who hear our voices. Absolutely. Holy God, heaven and earth are met this day in the newborn child, the Savior of the world. We celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, God's love confirmed for all time. In him, you come to choose us that we might choose you. We give thanks for every family, for all the clergy, for all the laity, for all who do not know Christ in the forgiving of their sins, do not know him as their personal savior. May they receive the gift of Jesus Christ this Christmas season, this Christmas season. Christ is born. We give glory to him. Christ has come down from heaven. We receive him. Christ is now amongst us. We exalt him. Heaven and nature sing. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop Trumbull, for bringing us that encouraging message about how to be real at Christmas time. We, we heard the stories of what we could learn and what we can feel. And particularly, I loved your uh, encouragement of a message about clergy families, how that is uh, one of the greatest gifts we have as our families and how we need to be caring for them as well during this Christmas season and how lay folks and others can come together to care deeply for one another. 
Bishop Tremble's theme throughout these Be Encouraged segments we've had on the United Methodist People podcast is to be an encourager. That's his theme, to be an encourager to all of us. And it's my pleasure to announce that moving forward in the year 2022, that Bishop Tremble is going to be presenting and setting up and launching his own podcast. He's been a guest on my podcast here, the United Methodist People podcast, for many episodes. And I know that you've enjoyed them. I've got your feedback from that. And uh, we're, that he'll be uh, continuing in that capacity to some degree. But uh, Bishop Tremble and I and some others felt like this is an opportunity for him to go even further and deeper into his um, interest that he has in terms of social matters, in terms of uh, theological issues and biblical issues and issues of the church, particularly in the year 2022, as we enter into some really dynamic and uh, and interesting and uh, challenging times in our United Methodist Church. Bishop Tremble has some things he yearns to share and to be an encouraging voice. And so I'm pleased to announce that in uh, January of 2022, uh, uh, that Bishop Trimble will be uh, launching the Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble uh, podcast. And we'll say a little bit more about that here in just a minute. But I really wanted you to hear the trailer that is going to be available very soon on the, on the, on, on the Be Encouraged with Bishop Trimble podcast. This is I'm going to play it here for you. This is the first. This is exclusive for you to hear, a good, good listener. Uh, and to hear this trailer, and this is what will be available all throughout the Internet uh, very, very soon, right at the 1st of January of 2022, and I want to encourage you to share it. So here now is the trailer that you will hear on uh, iTunes and other places with Bishop Julius Trimble launching the Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble podcast. Hi, this is Bishop Julius C. Trimble. I have a mission statement. It is to encourage all people with the love of Jesus Christ to rise to their highest potential. In short, to be encouraged. I get encouraged when I hear stories of good news. It could be a gospel story like Jesus encouraging Zacchaeus about going to his house or one of the United Methodist churches serving the needs of the homeless in their community or even the laughter of my own granddaughter, Corinne. I am compelled by Jesus to share with you an encouraging word or two about Jesus, theology, the Bible, living through a pandemic, the environment, dismantling racism, voting rights, human sexuality, and the state of the United Methodist Church. I also think we rise to our highest potential when we listen and learn from others. I love to talk with and be encouraged by having conversations with insightful experts who help make me better. These are challenging times in our world and in our church, to be sure. And these matters need to be addressed. I just think we can talk about everything in the light of the overwhelming love of Jesus Christ. And that is encouraging indeed. So let's talk. Please let me encourage you and join me on my podcast. Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. You can find Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble on Apple Podcasts and the other podcast directories. This is the place to where together we can accomplish the mission to encourage all people 
with the love of Jesus Christ to rise to their highest potential. So please listen in and encourage others to join us. God loves you, and so do I, and there is nothing you can do about it. See you soon on Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. So there you have it. We're launching this new podcast in January of 2022. We invite you to get connected. You'll be able to hear the trailer right away, right at the 1st of January of 2022, in order to use that and use this trailer then to share the good news about the Be Encouraged podcast with Bishop Julius C. Trimble to other folks. You could point them towards that link. That link will be on iTunes and on Stitcher and on Spotify and many other places on the internet, wherever you get your podcast, it will be available. And we invite you to point people there. And then before long, Bishop will be launching regular episodes of the podcast. He and I will be talking on many occasions about some of the things we've talked about in the past, but Bishop Trimble will be able to go deeper and longer and wider on matters that impact the church and matters that he cares about deeply and matters that impact you. That's what it's all about. So I encourage you, friends, to check out the new podcast, To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius Trimble, launching in 2022. Still remain with me on the United Methodist People podcast as I bring in other guests and other folks to speak into matters of the church as we enter this pivotal year of 2022. It's been good to be with you and good to serve you, and we wish God's richest blessings on all of you in this Christmas and New Year season, and let us hope and pray that we can all be encouraged as we move forward in the year 2022. Let us close now this final episode of 2021 with the good words from Mr. Wesley. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can. In all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Thanks so much for listening to the United Methodist People podcast with Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. You can continue the conversation and commentary about strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church to accomplish our mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Visit the United Methodist People podcast on the web at unitedmethodistpodcast.com and connect at facebook.com slash unitedmethodistpodcast. And always do all the good you can.